Happy feast day. Mother Clara is high on my list of uncanonized saints. So I prayed to her for guidance as I prepared this reflection. And to my surprise, a favorite poem came to mind, prompting a reflection on Mother Clara's journey and our diverse journeys as well. Please ponder with me this Robert Frost poem, and we will explore the less traveled roads that Mother Clara chose. Bringing to mind the less traveled roads most of us have taken that have made all the difference. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not take both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth, then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear. Though, as for that, the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted I should ever come back. I will be telling this with a sigh somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood and I, I took the one less traveled by and that has made all the difference. Like the traveler in Robert Frost's poem, Mother Clara encountered divergent road choices again and again in her life's journey that have made all the difference. As a child, her strength was showing already, Theresia, her baptismal name, influenced by her Catholic mother, who had died when she was only five, approached her devout Lutheran father about becoming a Catholic. He advised her to study Lutheranism and Catholicism. She studied both, and at age 12 made her choice. A road diverged, and this choice and many later choices made all the difference. The eldest of 14 children, Theresia grew up quickly while homemaking and providing care, education, and training for her 13 siblings. 
intelligent, loving, and good with children. She was a natural teacher. And she learned business practices helping her father in the mayor's office. He might have hoped that she would follow in his footsteps. He depended on her, and they were close in heart. 1850 held another major choice. First, honoring her father's wishes, she completed a practicum in household management. Then, she took another road, following her dream to become a teacher, and soon after, to join the community of the Sisters of Christian Charity. Only four years later, she was led to another fork in the road. She applied for a dispensation and left that community to follow another vision. Guided by Bishop Conrad Martin, she, at age 27, founded our congregation of Franciscan sisters Daughters of the Sacred Hearts of Jesus and Mary. Adversity and many painful choices lay ahead. Reeling from a divide in the fledgling community, Mother Clara encountered persecution of the church in Germany that led to unbelievable pain from then on. As the sisters' ministry in Germany was stymied by the Falk Laws, she provided continuity of ministry as she sent sisters to other countries, thank God, including the United States, whose Franciscan priest had been begging for their help. Mother Clara suffered loss of her beloved sisters in the wreck of the Deutschland. And then, related to the persecution of the church, suffered misunderstanding, humiliation, and eventual exile from her congregation, all while trusting God and maintaining her integrity. And Jeremiah, we heard today, I know the plans I have for you, a future full of hope. I will bring you back to the place from which I have exiled you. With once exiled Mother Clara, who never gave up hope, we stand in solidarity with suffering exiles, refugees, and immigrants of our time. As her life was coming to a close, Mother Clara was heartsick, rejected, abandoned, and living in abject poverty and exile in Rome. Then, she modeled the greatest life choice of all. As she responded with no self-pity or 
bitterness. She wrote, I have forgiven from my heart. In silence and patience, I have sacrificed everything. My country, my office, my profession, my honor, my good name, even my poor daily bread. Nevertheless, my joy is unbroken. As Sister Death neared, she wrote, I must perish, but the work will continue. Her vision would not be denied. She sowed the seeds, and she indeed was the grain of wheat that died and continues to bear fruitfulness throughout this world and in each of our lives. Her last words were, Come, St. Francis, I am ready. Finally, in 1218, 136 years after her death, her good name was fully restored. Thanks to Sister Carla Toman's extensive research and writings. This morning, Maltaska playfully held up her microphone to Mother Clara's voice. So we might imagine Clara's speaking in our hearts on this 140th anniversary of her death. Many roads diverged during my life, and I, I chose the ones less traveled by, and that made all the difference. Always true to herself and her unique path, in union with God, Mother Clara inspires us, her daughters and sons, to live with integrity, to forgive from our hearts, to radiate joy, and to let love be the queen in our lives. Love that goes beyond all time. <laughs>